Yeah. What up? What up? What's up? What's up? What's and up? it is the Run Duo. Duo. I yes. am uh, Tommy Mitchell. And you had to think about that. I'm India Cook. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure who I am anymore. Uh, but anyway, yes. uh, welcome to episode 37. 37. Yes, sir. Of the Run Duo podcast. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> welcome. We we um if you're watching almost live we back at, at my place yes. so at some point you may hear a screaming child I mean we ain't hurting nobody but he screams so he's so cute though y'all <laughs> super cute and he just be smiling grinning he is so grinning cute. he loves his like you put him in the mirror he just be grinning he loves himself he, really I, I, know. I got trouble he when gonna I was be so vain him, he had his little arm back here I'm like what you doing he's like I'm like yes. okay he is a vain a child yes. what is going on yeah he think he he think he it so. And his mom makes sure he believes he's it. I'm so sure. that's it's, what it's she's supposed good. to do. She's exactly, mommy. exactly. She is mommy. Yes. Uh, so, yes. how was your week? The or week, last two weeks? The last two weeks have been good. Okay. Um, obviously, I'm transitioning to a new job, so I'm really, really excited. So that's taking. Um, it's just been a last two weeks of transition. I'll just say that. So last two weeks of transition. Last uh-huh. two weeks of transition, but it's been good. Still staying consistent uh, with my running schedule. Mm-hmm. So been staying on top of that. Um, long runs still have been feeling like crap. Um, but I've been doing <laughs> oh them. Oh my god! And speed work. <laughs> and speed work has been cut short. Like I literally during speed work, I have like I've been able to get through half the workout, and then I'm just like, like I just done. can't. Yeah, like You're I'm like, just um toast. So yes, yeah. like yesterday, um, I had a two mile warm up, and then uh-huh. I had one one and a half mile repeats. And then with a mile recovery in between mm-hmm. and then cool down. And literally like after those two miles and that first mile and a half repeat, I was like, I just couldn't, I couldn't go anymore. Like, and I don't know, honestly, I don't know if it is not. I don't know. I think it's a mix of a couple things. Mm-hmm. It's hot as hell outside. Yeah. And Cause you are running at the, the pinnacle of heat. So usually I'm going at seven mm-hmm. because it is so hot. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get the workout done yeah. in enough time to, so I have daylight. Yeah. So in the morning, I can't technically do track or speed work. Yeah. When, um, in the dark, because there's no lights on the track. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I mean, I know, I think Darrell and him do it track work somehow. Uh-huh. Darrell, let us know how you do it. <laughs> track work in the dark. I don't know if he has lights or whatever the situation uh-huh. is. Um, but that's one thing. But so I do have to go in the evening, but it is heat. The heat is up. So yeah. I'm, I'm very hot trying to hydrate heavily. I've been, I've been trying to stick on a gallon of water a day. Okay. So, um, my, my new coworkers probably think I'm crazy cause I'm going to the bathroom every 20 <laughs> minutes, but they probably think I'm doing so. I don't yeah. know what they think I'm probably doing, mm-hmm. but I just, I literally text coach. O yesterday after my workout screenshot of my workout mm-hmm. and I have no shame when I don't complete a workout. I, or fully complete a workout. I still send it. Like, I just be like, listen. Yeah. So I sent him workout yesterday and I was like, can you, any suggestions? Cause I am <laughs> like, I literally told him I'm crashing in the middle of my speed workouts. And he's like, what do you mean crashing? And I'm like, <laughs> literally don't want to do this shit. No more. Like I literally have no energy to keep pushing through mm-hmm. and not only physically, but also mentally. And yeah. so, um, you know, he was like, obviously slow up if that's the case. Uh-huh. And then obviously again, check your nutrition. That's coach O's thing. What have you been eating? Cause you need to make sure you're fueling your body enough to have the nutrition that you need. Yeah. Um, so that's been definitely his focus. So 
Well, I mean, I, I'll say this. It's, I mean, I don't care what paces you're running. Mm-hmm. I think for what Coach O, you know, based on, you know, the workouts he has you doing, it might take one cycle for you to get down that speed work. Because speed work, speed work is it's not easy. I mean, when I do speed work, it reminds me why I didn't run track right. in high school. Because I hated mm-hmm. it. I hated, you know, repeats and, mm-hmm. you know, all that good stuff. So, uh, It's yeah. very humbling. Speed work is very humbling. When you mm-hmm. take it to the track, it humbles you on how how good you really are yeah. and also your mindset and kind of where you are mentally. But the rewards of speed work is amazing. Are incredible. I mean, your, your confidence because you've been doing that speed mm-hmm. work. Honestly, when I, when I get in a groove with speed work mm-hmm. and then I go and do like, I need to run like um marathon pace for whatever miles, mm-hmm. it feels like I'm walking the marathon pace because I've been doing mm-hmm. the speed work. So it definitely, it gives you benefit. Yeah, that's exactly, um, I know Becky, she said that on my my post mm-hmm. earlier this week. She was like, but the rewards of speed work? I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I'm going to continue to try to do them. And that's just my transparency. On There are some mm-hmm. days that speed work just doesn't get completed. Um, my other miles, I'm doing every single mile because, uh-huh. you know, it's miles. It's yeah. a little different. Um, what I did switch up yesterday Today in my speed work is my warm up. I took it to the street, out and back by the track, and okay. then I did the actual repeats on the track. Okay. Um, but I did that for two different reasons because sometimes I feel like during my warm up, I'm like, oh my god, like I haven't even gotten to the workout yet. Gotcha. Um, and then the other thing of it is that I was trying to make sure that I got a part of my workout done before I could, so that I could get on the track in enough time for dark before it got dark. Um, okay. And beat the football. Well, the football players are there, so I try to wait until. Well, you you, you go to middle know. school. I go to Tucker. Hi. Oh, you do go to Tucker. Okay. I thought y'all was gonna pass me yesterday because I was running up and down the street over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so pretty sure day, I'm gonna see Tommy and Heather. I do it on t- well on when we do podcast week. I usually do it, it. It's been either Tuesday or Wednesday. However, we do our schedule. Oh, okay. And what time? Is I usually seven? get out there at seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, I might, I might join oh, you. Because honestly, I used to like after work, <laughs> I used to jog. You know, that'd be my warm up is mm-hmm. to run up there, and I just haven't been able to. But you run out. The, I, you know what? Because and because of the football team, and I see the band out there when I'm coming so, home. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. So yeah. yesterday, I was running past the band was out there. The football yeah. team was out there, and I literally just ran up and down Lawrenceville Highway for two miles. And then uh-huh. by the time I got back, they were leaving. So they leave okay. by seven. So oh, so okay. and then people that. Don't go to the school and all that. You see them coming on at seven. Like everybody knows, seven o'clock. Okay, we. That's can use when the you drag. can. Okay. Yeah, 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 oh so. well, there, there you go. So yes. I'm because I mean, it just kind of. <laughs> I need to get back at it, right? Because I got um this this past week we went to uh, Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know I ain't trained at all in the in the DR. Yeah. But um, mainly because I wasn't feeling well. I've been sick. So if y'all hear me sneeze, sniffle, mm-hmm. you know, I just took some alcohol, so a little burp, whatever. It's because I've been under the weather. So mm-hmm. um, I really haven't run in almost like it's going on two weeks now. Okay. So I, I'm going to do what I do when I miss two weeks. I kind of take it back. Mm-hmm. I, I back it up a little bit, build myself back up to to um, where I'm supposed to be. So uh, we'll see how the race goes because I'm going to nice. be behind the eight ball. But, um, yeah, I'll definitely come out there. Yeah, for sure. And, and hang out and, and, and you know, do because I definitely have track workouts Every mm-hmm. week that I'm supposed to do, and and I don't, I don't always do it. Yeah. So I like strength running because in my plans it has a thing called strength running where mm-hmm. it is just longer, but you are running faster than marathon pace. Mm-hmm. So it'll have you run like five um, one mile repeats at 
uh, something that's maybe 26, 20 seconds faster than your marathon pace or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, you know, goal pace you okay. have for a race. Yeah. So I, I like doing those better, but I know, you know, speed work needs to be done. Yep. Most definitely. Yes, yes, Now, yes. before we get too far, um, we are going to have a guest. We're going to have yes. um, MLT. Uh, you, if you live in Charlotte, I mean, not Charlotte, if you live in North Carolina, you know who MLT is. He's, um, he, I think he stepped down, but he was one of the captains for BMR, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say in Raleigh-Durham. So we're going to talk with him a little bit. He's going to talk a little bit about the, the Venoms versus the Mongoose. I guess they're going to have another showdown uh, within uh, BMR up in Atlantic uh, City. So he's going to talk a little bit about that. And, of course, a little bit about his training. He's he's one of the guys, when I was doing Shut Up Tommy and I talked about Hanson training all the time, mm-hmm. he started Hanson training as well. And, you know, he got some good results as well. So yeah. we'll, we'll talk to him a little bit about and that. And just so you know, BMR Black Men Run, because yes. I know we have some yeah. um, people that are not familiar <laughs> with. <laughs> I had planned on going into their history okay, when we great. talk with them. Okay, yeah. so, good, 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 but yeah, I was gonna I was going to explain a little bit more about it. Don't worry. I wasn't just going to leave y'all out You're there right. like, BMR, BMR. What is what that? Is that? But anyway, um, so we do have a guest. Now, you told me, and um, I guess if you want to go into it now, about something that Coach O told you. Mm -hmm. So, of course, as we're getting closer to my race, as I'm looking at, like I just explained, my long runs have been crappy, right? So I have, in my mind, I'm calculating. I'm like, well, shit, if I can't complete, this amount, these workouts, 10, 10 miles, 11 miles within a certain amount of time. Like, how am I going to even meet my, my goal for a half marathon? Like, uh-huh. is it, is it possible? Like, yeah. I'm just kind of trying to be realistic with myself. Like, yeah. all right, Andy, you got a little bit over a month left. Uh-huh. Are you going to be able to do it? So, um, of course, like coach O said, I asked questions. And so I asked him, I was like, Honestly, I was like, is it realistic? Like, is my goal realistic at this point? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to lie. I begin to discourage because my long runs, it's like I'm slugging along. And when I'm done, I'm like, I'm just exhausted. So, Uh you know, he, of course, was like, well, I want you to think about what your last PR was. So for those that don't know, my half marathon PR was in 2016, year 2016, mm-hmm. and that was 243 and some change, right? So that would that's my half marathon PR overall. Whereas for the race, I'm trying to sub three. So for those that have been trying to calculate and figure out, there go the numbers. <laughs> so for the race in October, I'm trying to do a sub three half marathon, and so anything under three hours is great. Uh-huh. Um, so I am not trying to get sub 243 for for the race because I understand that I'm in a different place. So, of course, mm-hmm. within that conversation, Coach O said, how much did you weigh when mm. you did your PR in 2016? Yeah. And I had to be honest. I was 30 pounds lighter. Okay. And that just is what it is. So being that I was 30 pounds lighter, Coach O was like, I'm just going to tell you a little information. This isn't to discourage you. This isn't to... Mm-hmm. You know, make you feel like you can't do what you would like to do. But usually what he said was technically it's a it's three seconds per pound. Okay. so every three set, every every pound that you have extra from where you would like to be slows you down. Now, three three seconds. seconds per pound per mile. Is that what we're talking about? So is that what he's saying? Mm -hmm. As far as your mile pace Mm -hmm. per mile pace, Mm -hmm. it slows down three seconds. Let me see. 
I was trying to do the math in my head for myself because when you mentioned that, I said, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, at the end of the day, because what I call it, so I know for me, I tell people, I'm like, I got extra cargo. Would that be <laughs> thighs behind? Like, it's cargo to me. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, at the end of the day, if you if you have more weight, you are going to more than likely be a little bit slower than what you probably were. Uh-huh. Now, disclaimer, there are going to be people out there that are heavier than me. There's going to be people out there that are heavier than Tommy that can be faster than us. Mm-hmm. But for me to get back to the pace that I would like, I'm going to have to drop some weight. Yeah, yeah. So that has been a focus. And so, of course, I, in my mind, was like, oof, like, that's a lot. And it's it was a tough pill to swallow. Like, uh-huh. I, when he texted me that, I had to wait like an hour or two before I responded to him <laughs> because I was a little salty. But then I was like, it's not his fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was just like, that's the realness of it. Yeah. But then we had to back up and have the conversation on, okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, before we even started this, I told I was not trying to sub two forty three. Like yeah. I wasn't trying to do my PR from twenty sixteen. But yeah. what I was trying to do is course PR uh-huh. at the race. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I still have an opportunity to course PR. I think that race day is gonna give me a little bit more umph mm-hmm. than these long runs. But I got to get this weight off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I agree because uh, I know I'm not as light as I was when I ran my. PR in the marathon. I ran right. a 355 um, in Savannah, mm-hmm. and I'm not as like, and I can't come. I I couldn't even come close to a 355 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, re, you know, regardless of you know, but it's and I don't know if I just because I'm older or my t- nutrition's different or I'm just mm-hmm. not as consistent, but it just not falling off like it used to. Because right. I mean, honestly, I think I dropped during just marathon training. I dropped like 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember that. Yeah, I dropped it, and I mean, I was like. What you doing? You was disappearing. He was disappearing. I was like, what you doing? But you and he know was what? like, no sugar. And I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, exactly. I wasn't mm. eating sugar. I wasn't eating as much. I definitely was eating lighter. And also, I was in the gym at lunchtime at mm. work. You, were you doing two-a-days? Well, I would, yeah, I would work out. I work out every day in the gym. I mean, it'd be like a 20-minute workout, but it would be like, um, I would do chest, some back, and um, and, ad, and core. Right. Every day, mm-hmm. um, pretty much. Maybe, well, let's not say every day. Let's say four times a week. Mm-hmm. And I was running. Right. But, like, right now, I, I can't come home and just go run seven right. miles. It just is not going to happen. So that's what I mm-hmm. uh, I told my boyfriend the other day. I was like, once I get acclimated with this job, I'm going to have to crunch in some two-a-days. I yeah. said, because that's the only way that, not the only, quote-unquote, yeah. only way, but mm-hmm. the way that I'm going to be able to do it is I'm going to have to be running in the morning or running in the evening and and hitting the weights in the morning or vice versa. Yeah. And even for me, like the people that I see, I know one of the guys that we interviewed, um, Eric, He's working out two, three times a day. And, of course, that's not realistic yeah. for most, for yeah. an average person. Yeah. But when you see people cutting weight quickly, they aren't just doing Eric one workout weight. a day. He he, yeah. His before and after is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So it's just kind of one of the, not ridiculous in a bad way, but it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you are ridiculous, You Eric. are ridiculous for doing that. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, so not that, but just it's great. So you have to change some stuff up. And, of course, Coach O expressed to me nutrition is important. He yeah. is about fruits and vegetables. Of course, he has not verbally said no meat, mm-hmm. but he's like fruits vegetables he prefers raw vegetables mm-hmm. but if they're cooked that's fine as well but we all know that when you cook vegetables you, you lose cook, some of the nutrition lose some of the nutrition yeah, exactly um and he's like all the sugary drinks you need to be drinking water only and doing your power and noons and all that stuff he was like that stuff has sugar yeah save those only for long run days yeah. and so it's kind of one of those things where 
whole lifestyle change has to happen in order for it to have. And I mean, I've dropped a pound or two, you Mm -hmm. know, over the last couple of weeks because I've been trying to change some things. But we also have to understand life stress, things change like that holds weight. You can be doing everything you need to be doing, but stress and all that stuff can hold weight, too. Most definitely. Most definitely. But I mean, and the thing is, it's all about what you want. So. Mm You know, India's goal is to get back to running PRs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not everybody's goal is, is speed. Some of it, like we That's were talking true. about, like they just want to com- complete it. So we're not saying everybody go, has to go out and drop 20 pounds. Mm-mm. But if your goal is to get faster, weight loss works. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just does. Weight loss works, speed works, mm-hmm. hill training works. Um, there's a lot of things that you can work on in regards to speed. For some people, working out with other people works. Obviously, getting your limbs more... Uh, getting doing more strength training so you can become stronger that's something that works also recovery like what people don't realize you know and i was telling nicole the other day i was like when's the last time you stretched you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like stretching getting massages you know whatever pt services uh what's the back people what the who the back doctor oh uh Chiropractor. Lord, yes. I couldn't think of it. Going to a chiropractor, like all of those things make a difference on how well your stride works and all of yeah. those things. So if you're not doing those things, that's something that I've been focusing on too, is at least stretching one to two times a day, like mm-hmm. literally getting in there and doing some stretching. Cause that makes a difference too, because you're not going to be able to move if you're not limber enough. So if you're not doing all the things, it's not one magical solution to yeah. getting faster and everybody is different. Like we say, gotta live, like, gotta live like a runner. Yes. Yes, definitely got to live like a runner. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so I, I completely understand. And of course, go get a coach. Go get Coach O. That, <laughs> if you want to get faster, lace up fitness. <laughs> lace up fitness. Go they get Coach them. O. They have all different types of coaches. Yeah, whoever they have works nutrition, best for you. If you want to get the mm-hmm. nutrition, if you want to get the strength train, if you want to get the run coach piece, they have a coach for all of that. So exactly, definitely do exactly. that. Exactly. Yes. So speaking of that, so of course I'm half marathon training. Mm-hmm. My my race is in October. The race. The race. Mm-hmm. We have, and at this point, majority of people are halfway through their training or a little bit over halfway through yeah. fall marathon training. Yes. Let's say fall marathon yeah. training. So we got Berlin, a little bit less than six weeks. We got New York City, less than a little bit less than 11 weeks. And then we got Chicago, a little bit less than eight weeks. Uh-huh. So at the end of the day, everybody is almost time. People are like, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to start hitting that Taperville. Uh-huh. Which um, Taperville is probably one of the greatest places ever. It's glory. <laughs> it is glory. So Taperville yes. is when you're able to pull back on some of those long run miles. When you drop that 20 and now you can do, you know, 19, 18, 15, like you're doing those lower miles. Yeah. And also, I think Taperville is when you start to feel like, oh, I did get faster mm-hmm. because because I mean if you're doing your training right probably during the actual meat of your training every run sucks. Yes. Every run sucks because you've been on your legs all the time, you're running mm-hmm. all the time, you're putting in all these miles, but then you start doing Taperville Taperville and your legs get a little bit of rest. Right. And you can feel it. Right. You can feel like, "Oh, I feel lighter. I feel faster. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe I will be able to hit this goal that I set for myself." Right. So I will say Tommy, and mm-hmm. you know, one of the reasons why I want to talk about this, I've run into probably like five runners over the last couple weeks or uh-huh. last month that They've been either training for their first full or haven't tr- haven't done a full long time, mm-hmm. and all of them are like, "I'm over this." 
I'm tired and I'm over it. And right before Taperville is when you are, when that is, yeah, you're that like, is okay. what that is. I like, have no idea tired, why I'm running. You're tired, you're exhausted. You start losing your, why did I, you start feeling like, why did I sign up for this? Yes. Why is this taking so long? Yes. The race day does not get here. I'm physically tired. You don't want to do workouts. And the thing about it is, is that when you're fall marathon training, you are training through the heat of the summer. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. So, at the end of the day, you're slowing down your pace. Yeah. Or you should be slowing down your pace a little bit because you need to mm-hmm. adjust to the weather. You're having to wake up early as hell because you're trying to beat the heat or, yeah. you're, or you're running late at night because of that. Yeah. You're trying to trying to balance work life, social life. And you know, during the summertime, there's your picnics, your cookouts, yeah. your festivals. Mm-hmm. So, you're trying to do social life and you're trying to yeah. marathon train. Yeah. Um, you have, you know, so your longer days, so you're trying to fit a lot of stuff in earlier mornings and it's just, it's a lot of different things that are encompassed to fall marathon training. That I think people don't realize versus spring marathon training. It's, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It is very different because you're training through the winter. Of course, it, you have your own woes with yeah, marathon I mean, training. No matter when you're training for a marathon, you're going to have something to deal with, of right. course. That's why not everybody runs marathons. And mentally, you probably are a little bit more frustrated with yourself during summer summer training because you are slowing down. And you're like, oh, my God, like, am I going to make my goal? Because you're yes, slowing down because of the it's heat. So it's so warm. hot outside. So you start second-guessing. Am I ready for this? Yeah. You know, am I going to do it? So I just want to tell you guys to stick with it. It mm-hmm. is definitely going to happen. Stay on top of your nutrition. Um, don't forget to drink electrolytes along with water. I think a lot of times we're like, oh, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yeah. And all we're doing is drinking water, but we're not getting that that salt and yeah. stuff in your a, system. A good Gatorade will make a huge difference <laughs> in the middle of a run. Yes. It makes a huge difference. And even on my long runs, I've been uh-huh. switching that up. I'll either freeze. I don't know why this thing was going out. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, I will either <laughs> freeze my Powerade or freeze water. And then in the middle of the run, I'll get the opposite okay. because I need, I need both. Yeah. Um, so definitely do that. And of course your recovery. I think in the summer partnering, partner, uh, partnering up with other people mm-hmm. makes a huge difference because summer is real easy to go. Well, you know, they having that concert. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to do that during Super the summer. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's easy yeah. To so that. it's, it's better to ha- it's good to have somebody that's doing something with you because you both can go, we gonna miss, mm-hmm. we gonna miss this party. Now, if you live in Atlanta though, and you run with Atlanta people, they probably gonna run the twenty miles and go to the party. So you know, oh yeah, they doing that. <laughs> yeah, they doing both. And but. I was thinking about that this weekend because I the ATL relay is this weekend. And I was yes. like, how can I fit in? Because I got thirteen this weekend. I'm like, how can I fit in the thirteen and go to cheer on the race? And I'm like, India, you have to get your butt up at three thirty in the morning to go run. To get your 13. To get my 13 in before the race because I wanted to cheer it on. I was not signed up for the race. You don't want to do it the next day? Cheer. You don't like running on Sundays? It's going to throw my whole week off. So that means oh, okay. like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, my rest days are going to be mixed up. Okay. Gotcha. All right. I'm a Sunday long run person. I'm a Saturday so I can chill. <laughs> Sundays is my chill day. I do my errands. I do my meal prep and I rest all day. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so. yeah you're going to have to get up early if you're trying to get down there and cheer. Yeah. So don't forget, you know, obviously your recovery and all that stuff is important. And rest. Yeah. I realized that I've been I've been starting to track my sleep on my Garmin uh-huh. um, more often. I usually don't like to sleep with anything on. Yeah. And so, like, lately I'm like, all right, wear your Garmin to bed so that you can track your sleep. Getting these little four and five hours. <laughs> that ain't. Yeah. 
That's not recovery. No, that is not recovery. I mean, and rest is is very important when you're when you're training for any mm-hmm. any race, you know, whatsoever. Yes. So yeah, I completely understand that. But Taperville, if you're if you're getting to Taperville, congratulations. Yes, you it's made coming. it. It's coming. Yes. You get ready. You know, to, to hit hit the uh, hit the race. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, um, I was. Do you do you do um tracking? Like, do you on your watch? Do you do steps and stuff like that? It's have there, ever, yeah, yeah, but do I don't it? keep up with. Okay, it. have you ever been a uh, what was it, Fitbit? So I, my first watch was a Fitbit that okay. I try also track my running with. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. did you used to do like the challenges and yeah. things like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I think had I had mine set at like ten thousand is like my minimum. Yeah, limit. a day. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, because um, Heather just got an Apple Watch and she's all about steps again. Oh. Like, dude, you had a Fitbit for like twenty years, right? You, you hadn't done a challenge, but now. Got that Apple Watch. Yes. So yes. she's all, all about I'm not really steps. into steps because at the end of the day, like as a runner, you 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 tally up those steps real quick. Yeah, that is true. When I used to have a Fitbit, um, I used to like when I that's when I was training for a marathon and I used mm-hmm. to look at my steps. But you know what was crazy? Of course, everybody that would be in challenges with me were runners too. Mm-hmm. And they'd be I I'm sorry. I think people used to stand with their Fitbit. And just jump and, up and, and just down. like because I could because sometimes I would look at the amount of steps and I'd be like, "There's no damn way your ass at twenty thousand steps. It's 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 nine o'clock it's in the morning. Nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> exactly. no, no, true story. True story. They they behind up at midnight running. And exactly. Then they go back to sleep and then they run again before work. I'm like, like what, what are you the doing? Hell? Right. So yeah, th- those are crazy. Um, yeah. and the reason I'm thinking about because I'm just thinking about different things that um that you know different runners do to motivate themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know steps that sort of thing is another way um, when you're partnering up with other people, just things to keep you moving. Yes. You know, that, that sort of thing. And I mean, I think you always have to check your, check your goals and why you got started in this. I think sometimes we get so caught up in the PRs and I want to do better at this time. And I want to do this. I want to do this. Like, why did you start running? Like, do you ever think about why you started running or why you set these goals or why you're doing this in the first place and don't lose the love of running. And I think in the midst of marathon training and the process and all that stuff, you lose sight of that because yeah. you're so into the logistics of things. Yeah. And it's like, don't you gotta, you have to reset. You definitely have to. reset. Yeah. Yeah. And also don't, you know, if it's uh, don't set goals that are, you know, way out there, like set, reasonable goals Mm -hmm. because I mean, you know, you run this one and then you set a little bit better goal for the next one and you know, so on and so on. Cause I think sometimes people set these goals like, you know, I'm going to qualify for Boston and you just not, you're not, yeah, you're not in that realm yet. You got to take 30 minutes off your time within the next couple of months. It's like, bro, like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't going to happen. That's not realistic. I mean, we have some people that are machines out here, but you know, that technically some of those things aren't, but those machines have taken time to get there. There are people, most people that are at, the, like Darrell, I mean, he'll mm-hmm. probably tell you quick. It has taken him just even from the time that I've known Darrell, mm-hmm. he's gone from one level to the next level. But even before I met him, he had gone from like a sedentary lifestyle right. to where he was. Mm-hmm. And now he's taking it even <laughs> another step, but it's all taken time mm-hmm. uh, to get there. Yeah. And then the thing about it is, is that you also don't want to overtrain. Yeah. So I think that some people set those lofty goals, Tommy, and then they overtrain trying to hit that goal. And then all of the symptoms of overtraining are being seen. And they're just like, oh, no, it's just because I've been working out a lot. And it's like, no, like you're overtraining and you're pushing your body to limits to where you're not going to execute a result. 
Yeah. And exactly. then, you know, that's when it becomes a problem. So when you start getting lack of appetite and poor sleep, restless legs, dehydration for ladies, when you start losing your cycle starts becoming off and it's not regular like it should, unless you have some other issues going on, uh-huh. your goals are no longer exciting. You're having inflammation in you know, areas that you probably wouldn't have. You may be overtraining. So mm. for some of the people that are, you know, in training right now, some of those symptoms, if you have some of those symptoms, you might want to kind of check yourself, take some time. You know, I'm not telling you to take days off, but check what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and are you recovering, refueling yourself, eating correctly, taking iron and, you know what I'm saying, different things to, you know, turmeric to help with some of the inflammation? Are you getting your iron and your vitamin D to help with your energy? Like there's a lot of different things that you can be doing. But if you're you're starting to overtrain, you want to watch yourself because that could cause you to not execute on, on race day. Exactly. Well, are we ready? Yeah. For our next guest? For our guest? Okay, well, good to go. So we're going to bring him on in just a second. And we are back to the run duo, and we got a great guest. MLT out of Raleigh Durham. What's going on, man? What? He's going <laughs> <on>. <laughs> What's up, MLT? Good to see Yes, indeed, yes. man. It is good to finally talk with you. Um, MLT been following me since Shut Up Tommy, man. We Shut used, to, up, Tommy. <laughs> we used to interact a lot. Um, if you got you, me this time, MLT. Exactly, We're in this thing together. Exactly. But now, definitely, um, if you live in the Raleigh Dorm area, you know this gentleman. Uh, he was a captain for the BMR uh, group right there in Raleigh Dorm. You said for about five years, MLT? Yeah, about six years. About six, six years. About six years. Yeah. Um, so if you're in Raleigh Dorm, you probably already know this dude. If you're not in Raleigh Dorm, let me tell you, this guy did a great job as, as the run captain, definitely. I used to follow you guys um, on Facebook, and mm-hmm. you guys had some great runs, that sort of thing. But just kind of get us going. Um, if they don't know who you are, kind of introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about um, how you got into running. Um, well, Matthew Larry Thompson is my name. Uh, I go by MLT because that's a lot to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I kind of I got in running by accident. Um I had recently got married, and I didn't like how I was looking, and my wife was out. We were supposed to be going on a cruise after we got married, so I said I was going to lose some weight before I got on the cruise, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't lose the weight. In fact, I gained weight, and then we got on the cruise. <laughs> of course, I gained more weight on the boat. Right. And so my wife was like, you should join a gym, and you should, you know, watch what you eat. So long story short, I joined a local Y. And uh, started, I lost about 20, 25 pounds and uh, was taking, like, boot camp classes, which is a lot like CrossFit. Right. And some of the people in the class, our, our city, uh, Durham, North Carolina, uh, was having, this was 2013. This was 2013. And that year, unbeknownst to me, was the year of our first half marathon in our city called the Bull City Race Fest. Mm-hmm. So... Some people in our in the boot camp class and at the Y, they were training for that race. So they just said, hey, why don't you join us? You know, they were running afterwards at the track and along some of the local courses uh, um, and trails. And uh, so I'm like, sure, because at that point I could run two, three miles, not much of a problem. 
So we were meeting twice a week. Then it was three times a week. Then it was four times a week. And then I was like, hey, why are we running so much? What's going on? And they're like, yeah, we're training for the half marathon in October. Um, I'm like, I didn't know what a marathon was. I certainly didn't know what a half marathon was. I'm like, how far is that? And they were like, oh, 13.1 miles. I'm like, oh, hell no. I was like, why would I do that? But anyway, I stuck with, they would not let me stop. They would not let me stop. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I kept going. Uh, I originally registered for the race, but I registered for the five miles. So when they found out I had, it was like maybe 12 of us, when they found out that I had registered for the five mile, they just said, oh, no, you're going to upgrade to the to the half. <laughs> so that's what happened. Scared to death because I was convinced that if you ran long enough, you would definitely have a heart attack and die. <laughs> <laughs> that was your, that was your, oh, my so God. I started, I started in the back of the race. The, I mean, I was so far in the back of the race. It took me six minutes just to get to the uh, to the timing uh, ship. I cannot. <laughs> and I finished. I finished. And afterwards, I was like, I was holding back. I could, I could do that. Mm-hmm. So that just was a well a tailwind of just red races and running and everything. And so that next year was just. I think I did like fifteen or sixteen half. Wow. Year 2015. In one year? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, and I had them like back to back because I, you know, after that first race, I just was signing up Mm. for, you know, whatever my wife would let me do. You were kept, you caught that running bug quick. Yes, it did. You got that happy love weight, and then you got the running bug. Yeah, but but after that, I was like, but you know, I'm not, I'll never do a full because that's just crazy. And of course, if you've been in the running game, you yep. know that's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know you got to do it. You know, eventually somebody can be like, well, just go ahead and run another 13. You're good. Right. Well, you yeah, can do yeah. this. You, you know, if you hang with gangsters, you will do gangster stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That, that, fear, is that positive peer pressure is the mug. Yep. Now, um, yep. We now, uh, MLT. We are, of course, we're in Atlanta, um, and you know our running community, African American running community, is great here. What? Because I, I, I see a lot of runners in your area. So, what is it like? Like, is it pretty close knit as far as your your running group there in in, in Raleigh Durham? Oh yeah, it's very close knit. It's uh, Raleigh Durham is a great running community. Um, you know, we're real close with BGR. There are a lot of local groups that come up. Our, B, our Black Men Run group. Because uh, our chapter, chapter is kind of unique because it kind of encompasses what we call the triangle area, mm-hmm. which is Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. So they form a triangle. But then there's a dozen communities outside uh, those communities. So each one of those communities has uh, their own running clubs. And I don't know how many thousands of miles of trails that we have. I mean, it's, it's trails everywhere. So it's a, a great running community. And we just hop around to trails and different events and different running clubs, and so it's it's a it's an awesome group. I don't know if we I don't know if we're as good as Atlanta, but <laughs> you come down here and you'll be able to run because we have a lot of unique trails and different clubs and groups. I got gotcha. you. Now yeah. tell us how did you and 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 for people who don't know. 
Um, BMR. So first off, explain what, you know, Black Men Run, how it got started in, in Raleigh-Durham, or, and of course, how it got started overall. Uh, kind of explain that side of it, and then kind of tell how you got involved and became a, a captain. Well, uh, funny thing, uh, I had gotten into running. I started noticing, this is like 2013, 2014, uh, re- immediately noticed wasn't a lot of black people. So, uh, so, I went, I went online, so I noticed things, you know, groups like National Black Marathoners. Um, but still, locally, I didn't see a lot of people. I did see BGR, so they were around. Um, and one day, someone, um, a friend of mine, said, hey, I saw on Facebook where a local uh, Black Men Run chapter is going to start in, your, in, you know, in our area. And I was like, Black Men Run? I never, never heard of them. Uh-huh. So this, was, this was the... Uh, BMR, I think, in Atlanta started in 2013. Our chapter also started in 2013, so we're one of the older mm-hmm. chapters. I think they started in July, and we did our first run in December okay. of that same year. So one of the first chapters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so we're one of the older chapters. Um, <laughs> the funny thing, our first meeting, we had like 45 guys to show up. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. We met, uh, we met on a Thursday night at this uh, sports bar. Uh-huh. And so we had, we had planned our run uh, for that following Saturday. And uh, we met at the track, and four guys showed up. <laughs> Out of 45. Out of 45. Wow. Four guys showed up. And most of those guys are still with us now. Um, and the captain that we had at the time, he just, he just, he just resigned. Uh-huh. So we we went captainless for a long time, and I had got my shirt and I was wearing it to local races, and people were like, "Hey, uh, how do I join the group?" And so I was like, "Well, you can join me." <laughs> uh, but anyway, it just it you know it just you know I'd wear the shirt and a guy'd be interested, and I'd tell him you know found it in Atlanta and you know healthy brotherhood and you know trying to combat. Uh, hypertension and diabetes and depression and you know next thing I know it was one and two and three and you know so we've got a pretty good core group of guys now um, and that's pretty much the that's the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> you know, I know that show is not you know hours long, so I, I gave you the, the, short <laughs> the, the short version. So yeah. basically, just by happenstance, since you used to wear the shirt, they kind of gravitated to you, and that's kind of how you became mm-hmm. the captain, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that. I live one thing out. So Ed Walton from mm-hmm. Ed, Ed, Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, the CMO, he would see me post, and he just said, "Hey, do you want to be the captain?" Mm-hmm. And uh, at first, I was like, uh, "I don't. What does that mean?" You know, <laughs> like, well, coordinate the runs and get the guys together. So I'm like, "Well, okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do okay. it." And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm still an active member of the group, but it, it just was. An insane amount of fun, just all that we did and watching the chapter grow. And we'd go to races and, you know, we'd all be uniform with our shirts on. And guys would come up to us, hey, hey, I, w- I want to get down. How, what do I do? You know, so it, it, was, it, was, it was real good. But that's how I started. He just, he just asked me on Facebook, hey, would you, would you be the captain? Wow. Yeah. 
So dedication, <laughs> consistency, and just being involved. Yeah, kind of, kind of got you to be the captain. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and which which is great. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Black Men Run. Uh, they have you know chapters in Raleigh, Durham, Atlanta. Um, I think they have a big chapter in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, yeah, uh, New York, in North, yeah. North Carolina. We're, um, I think we either we're tied with California. I can't remember, but um, I think we have mo- the most chapters in our state. Cause we really? Have okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So North Carolina is a is a great running state. Period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely. I've seen that you guys definitely have a lot of trails just based on what, you know, um, just shoot. If I just follow you alone, I can see y'all have a lot of trails because you seems like you find different places to run like every week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we get bored with one trail, so we'll rotate. Uh, and like I said, because we basically are uh, a, a knit of several communities, we can we can run in Raleigh, we can run in Durham, we can run in Chapel Hill, we can run in Wake Forest, mm-hmm. we can run. Every community kind of has its own little little track, and, and we we just run in the streets too. So. <laughs> so yeah, so I know that a lot of the black men run um, chapters have different initiatives, and you all do different things. Is there something that Raleigh Durham does? Do y'all kind of reach out to the kids, or do y'all have any kind of community service thing that you always do? Is there anything consistently that you all know that you can participate in community wise, or is it just the meetups? Well, pretty much we concentrate on the meetups. We have done some uh, charity-type things. Uh, nothing like on that, because I know, like, Nashville, have St. Jude. Mm-hmm. Is that Nashville? Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. Nashville, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, and those brothers do a great job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just kind of done some local things um, and, and participated in local races with the charity mm-hmm. attached to it. But, you know, we're working on that. Not quite on that basis, but like I said, they, those guys do a great job with St. Jude. Yeah, yeah, we definitely. We concentrate on getting brothers off the couch. Right. Putting down the Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to talk about that? Or, or the Chick-fil-A. Right. Coming on out and, and running, because, you know, a lot of times getting the brothers out is, is tough because they're like, man, I, I see y'all running and I got to get in shape first. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, nah, I don't work like that. No, nah, you got to come, come out, out and get in shape. Yes. And I think come that's out, the, right. I think that's the beauty of BMR black men run. When I see them, you'll see all paces, sizes, everything. And it's all about the brotherhood and getting people. There's been people that started in BMR and they were heavier set and then they've been doing it for some years and they look great. And now they're in the front of the pack. So yes. I've seen some transformations and transitions just with black men run and black girl run, but just, just the difference in you all getting people from couch onto the pavement is big. And of course, community initiatives are amazing, but I think you all's consistent meetups is speaks volumes as well. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Especially with running. Cause you know, I know, um, the, the 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 stereotype of the black man is we don't go to the doctor mm-hmm. you know we don't we don't you know think about our health as much as you right. know black women do which I, I will agree I, I I know I don't go to the doctor as as often as I probably should mm-hmm. um, but getting them off the couch and 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 you know when you're get around people that are trying to be healthy it's it's positive peer pressure and it it yeah. helps you become healthy 
Absolutely. And we, and we stress that, too, because, you know, like you said, we don't go to the doctor until we, you know, yeah. damn near about to see the light. <laughs> exactly. Your, like, light, your leg is about exactly. to fall off. Like, why, yeah. is my leg, yeah. why does my leg look like it's about to fall off? <laughs> Let me, yeah. Maybe right. I need to go get this checked out. <laughs> right, right. And so you yeah, can't breathe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, uh, MLT, I know, yeah. like, back when I was doing Shut Up, Tommy, I think you, you, you this is the first time I'd ever heard of this, and it, I loved it so much, um, like the kind of an inner squad competition um, in BMR between um, your your group up in North Carolina is called Mongoose, right? Yeah, we're the Savage Mongoose. The so. Savage Mongoose. I'm sorry, yeah, the Savage Mongoose. And yeah. the Atlanta group, which is not just people from Atlanta, mm-hmm. I think they have it's runners from different different locations. Um, they're the uh, the Deadly Venoms, I think is what they call themselves. Mm-hmm. The Deadly Venoms, that's right. Yes, indeed. So the first one, that was in North Carolina, right? That was at a race in North Carolina. That was in North Carolina, and, and, and like I said, you know, um, I know you've interviewed many of the Venoms, yes. uh, Philip King, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Jefferson, yeah, and, yeah. and you know we would hear all the rumblings and <laughs> the interviews, and it was Venom <laughs> and Venom said, and, and so that year, September 2017, it was one of the first. Well, not one of the first, but it was a, a black man run regional and national meetup, yeah, and so um, <laughs> you know they were. The Venoms were saying they go come down to North Carolina and 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 just show us how to run and run us out of our own state. Because mm. like I said, we had five chapters. Yeah. Right. So uh, and, and at the head talking that mess was 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 the very own CMO Ed Walton <laughs> and what he was gonna do in our state and do to us. Yeah. So you know we didn't take kindly to that. So myself, uh, Captain Greg Washington out of Charlotte. Uh, Captain James Bryan out of Fayetteville, and also uh, Kyle Abramson out of uh, Raleigh-Durham. You know, we, we, we didn't like that at all. So mm-hmm. we came up with our own squad, and the, the, the Mongoose moniker, that I created that. So we're all the architects. And so we created the team. We put we we came together like Voltron, got our fastest runners, <laughs> and stacked them up against the Venoms. They came to North Carolina, and they, you know they they went back to Georgia with their tails tucked between their legs. <laughs> so we don't play that in North Carolina. I hear you. Right. I hear you. Uh, but so that was for that was the first one. So have you guys done it every year since the first one? Yeah. Well, we that was twenty uh, September twenty seventeen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So they they quickly came up with a rematch uh, that following September. Now we had a lot of guys injured. We sent a crippled team down there. They had some injuries. Look at these. I, I pre- I'm pretty sure we're gonna get some phone calls, some some messages on these excuses that he's delivering right now. You know, we sent a time down. We sent a team down there, and you know, and they 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 came across with that victory. Uh-huh. They know what they know what happens when we come full strength, and and we didn't even send some of our fastest guys the first time. So they talking all this mess. Like I said, you. You know who some of the guys are. They're yeah. fast, but in North Carolina, we don't play that. I got you. And I so got this you. is basically a healthy competition exactly. between yeah. different chapters of Black Men Run, and you all basically just put up your fastest guys, and y'all compete against yeah. each other, and it's just a healthy brotherhood competition. 
And this, yeah. well, this is the thing, um, MLT, what y'all need to do, because I know, you know, the Venoms, they take their show on the road. They go run, mm-hmm. you know, Ragnars. They've come and won the Atlanta Relay, because um, the ATL Relay is actually this weekend. Mm-hmm. But they've come and won the Atlanta Relay. Y'all need to get get the mongooses and get start getting on the road a little bit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. We need to do that. We need to do that. We're going we gonna, we gonna to do that. We're getting together. And, and, and credit to those guys. Like I said, you know, they're good guys. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. the first. The first matchup, I'm not counting the second one. I'm just not counting it because mm-hmm. everybody was hurt. But that first matchup, <laughs> when we were full strength, they, they, they're good. We, we we only beat them by seven seconds. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. We, so we came in at 138.21. That was our average. They came in at 138.28. Uh-huh. So that was, it was tough. I'm not going to say we, you know, I might have said earlier we whooped them, but yeah. it, was, it was tough. <laughs> This time, <laughs> October 20th, 2019, excuse me, Atlantic City Marathon, half marathon, we're coming for total annihilation. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to put them in their place. You're so going to put them in their I place. I going to be listening to this, and <laughs> it's going to happen. We we got a team. Okay. Oh, my God. I, I just can't even. Mm. It's it's a rough. You got a, you got a good team. I saw CMO lad with two weekends ago, and he was like, "So you coming to Atlantic City? Cause you know it's going down." I was like, "Oh, I won't be there, but you know I'm gonna be on social media looking out." So they yes. we ready. Now, CMO, we not even wor- he's not even one of the ones we worried about. Oh, right, but you know he's putting the team together. Yeah, he's, he's, he's I got to give it to CMO. He's a, he's a hell of a recruiter. Right. He's definitely <laughs> he's a hell of a recruiter because he he'll is. he'll find you and get you on his team quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, because of our squad, that's why he had to search nationwide. You know, he's got guys from Jersey and guys from California. And New York, be, yeah. Yeah, New York. Usually the mongooses was just Atlanta, so now he, that's because of us. All I, I got are from here. I got you. Everybody's okay. everybody's from NC. Everybody's from North Carolina. I yeah. gotcha. I All gotcha. Right. Well, definitely, definitely looking forward to the outcome of this one. So this is kind of like best two out of three um, yeah. coming down yeah. for this for this next one. Uh, so you won in North Carolina. They won in Atlanta. What race did y'all run? The second one. What race was that that y'all ran? That was the Crafts Half Marathon. Oh, okay. In, uh, in oh, that's a rough half marathon. That ain't an easy yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they won that one. They won that one. I gotcha. They no, won't home turf. They won't home turf. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, this is going to be in a neutral site. Neutral site. Winner <laughs> takes all. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm definitely looking forward to, to to the reports of who ends up winning that yes, one. Um, I think the Venoms might have been knocked because I know uh, Patrick, he got his own team now. Lace Up got a team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm not sure. I guess I, I, we'll see if Patrick going to run with the, the Venoms or not anymore. He might've, They might have lost one of their faster gentlemen. Yeah, it, it should, he need to get him. It need to get him. <laughs> so he need him. Yeah, he need him. Although he still got, he still got Philip King now. All, res, all due respect, Philip is a bad man. Yes. We worried about Philip. We worried about Jose Figueroa out of Jersey. Like I said, he's one of the ones they having they having to reach in a different state. <laughs> but we, you know, we worried about those two. They they good. They good. I, yeah. You know. Yeah. But I we got, got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, Jose new to the uh, to the scene. Yeah, he just recently he, been yeah, popping up and stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I tell you. CMO's a hell of a recruiter. Uh, yeah, he he'll is, get he you. He'll get you on the people. team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. They doing like the globe trotters. They just <laughs> 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 
They like glow trotters. You gotta you gonna need to throw that confetti on them then. You right. need to you yeah. need to get them together. That's okay. Y'all just yeah. keep. Don't worry about what they got. Y'all he just search, he search he search all the different chapters all over. We just our guys are right here, like I said. So yeah. We'll I'm gonna make sure I tell CMO to listen to this episode. If he don't listen to no other ones, he need to listen to this one. Tell him. Tell him. <sighs> now back to you, uh, MLT. Just so yeah. you know, because anytime we talk to anybody and we talk about their running. Tell us a little bit about, uh, do you have any races on the horizon that you're training for? Do you, are you just kind of just basic training, you know, keeping your base up? And what kind of training do you do? Do you follow a certain plan? Do you have a coach? You know, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm training now. I'm trying to crack four hours in the marathon. So I'm training for the Richmond Marathon. So I'm trying to be a Wakanda warrior. <laughs> uh, and so uh, that's my goal. So, it, uh, man. This has been the most brutal training season ever, probably because it's the hottest time ever. Yeah, yeah. We're just talking about that. Yes. Yeah, so that's my goal is to try uh, four, under four hours. Uh, so marathon, I got a couple of halves coming up. Obviously, the Atlanta, Atlantic City uh-huh. uh, half marathon in October. I'll probably do a couple of other ones just as, you know, kind of tune-ups and some 5Ks and some halves. But uh, as far as training plans, I use uh, Hanson's. And I think you, I remember you used to use it. I, um, yeah. Tom, yeah. So uh, haven't quite gone with, I'm thinking about a coach. I even consulted Coach O one time. And okay. Mm-hmm. Probably, but uh, I'm going to try one more time on my own and uh, go from there. <laughs> okay. Understandable. I can vouch. He'll, be, he'll get you there. Yes, so. indeedy. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. I heard you mention some races, but you know the race is here in Atlanta, Georgia. Right. Anyway, you're yeah. going to be able to jump in the car and, and run down here and, you know, and show your face? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Okay. That's the, that's the same, um, a local race that we do here, uh, the Hillsborough Half Marathon, it's the day before. Okay, so gotcha. I, I haven't decided. I'm, I'm so torn. Mm. Uh, <laughs> What's there to be torn about? Yeah, so... <laughs> I know people are listening like, come on, I know you're going to do the race, but uh, I'm leaning towards it. I'm leaning Come towards. on, man. Just jump in the car. You so you got to at least come do it. If you missed last year, you got to come this year. Mm-hmm. We would love to see you, man. Yeah. Come out. It's a great course. Um, you know, of course, Tess always puts on a great race. So definitely, definitely look into it. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Haven't decided yet, but I'm. I'm, 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 I'm thought that was. He's, he's like, oh, you ain't you, nailing me down. Right. You're not nailing me down. I know, right? I was trying to get me. Yeah, I know. We selling you. I was trying to sell you, and I know Heather King be getting on you, so. Uh. Oh my God, Heather's relentless. Oh my, she's gonna hit it. She's gonna hit it. Yes. Heather King has been giving you that work. Yeah, she definitely will give you that work. Well, is there anything else that you want to say to our our listeners, MLT, before we go? No, nah, man, just keep running and, you know, keep training and listening to the run duo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. We, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thanks for taking time out of your day. I know if you're training for a marathon, you you have you got to run today. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I thank you for yeah. taking time out of your day to speak with us. Hey, hey Tommy, can I do one thing, though? Because you don't have the other you don't have the other podcast. No, what's so, up? So, so can I just say, shut up, Tommy? 
<laughs> Why did I know he was going to do that? <laughs> yes. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Oh, man. I appreciate Thank it, too, you. man. So Thanks. good talking to you. Yeah, you have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. That was a great interview, yes, as awesome. usual. Always, always awesome. So, India. You. How can they get in touch with you? How can they get in touch with you? (laughs) So you can find me on Instagram at I underscore of underscore Indigo. That's E-N-D-I-G-O run. So that's I of Indigo runs. And you can also find me on Facebook at India Cook. And if you would like to email me, contact me about anything, you can hit me up at milesfromindia at gmail.com. What about you, Tommy? And they can reach me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two, at gmail.com or tmitch68 on Instagram or at the run duo on uh, Instagram. You can uh, DM us there all right all right well we want to hear from you uh so hit us up you got any questions you want to learn you want to talk to india uh directly about her <laughs> adventures with coach o yes hit us let up. me know definitely I'm ready. but we'll see y'all in a couple of weeks all right peace, peace.